Well, hello. Hello and welcome. Is that welcome and does that give grandmothers, that give auntie enough, cousin, kinfolk? I hope so because listen, y'all, it's our time. Now, here's the thing. It's, it's really been our time. We just really didn't know it for a long time, right? For a long while. And now we're, we're pretty aware of it, right? Um, but I have every right to be extra excited. And I listen, we're going to be black, 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 black all year long, every year, okay? Every year that your black self came into this world until the year that your black self leave about this world. But listen, we get to be excited about Black History Month because it is. We have it. It's here. It would be dumb for us even as awake as we all are, right? Not even woke, but awake <laughs> um, as we all are uh, to turn and say like, oh, you know, we're not going to press about Black History Month. I've seen it. I've been hearing it. It's dumb. It's ignorant. Okay. Uh, we get to be extra excited. Okay. About every February henceforth um, and every day. We get to be that way. We get to celebrate it. So happy Thursday. Happy February. Happy Black History Month. Okay. It's our time. Shine. Shine and celebrate your Blackness. Okay. All get long, especially during the 20 day, 28 days of February. Amen. So, um, y'all, because I'm getting yelled at already. Um, I get close and I get excited. You told me I was hazy and now I'm heady. I don't know. Okay. Um, all right. I'm a, I'm moving around because I'm excited, Marnie. Okay. Um, so again, <laughs> what Marnie, please. <laughs> um, I was about to read what you just said. Getting on my nerves. Um, what was I saying? I ain't got past hey yet. Hey. Okay, again, happy Thursday, happy February, happy Black History Month, okay? It's our time. Welcome and welcome back to another episode of The B-Mix, right here only on BigSpoilsRadio.com. You already know who Thursday nights are for, everyone, the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it's gotten part of you or for the person that does not belong anywhere, me, be so welcome. Y'all, so I know usually I bring and our special guests who had been returning um, with us or any special guests at that time, um, at the time of us having one, but especially for these past few months now, um, with the exception of a few uh, uh, shows where we had other guests, but usually I would welcome in Jasmine. So we're sending our love to Jasmine. She's fine, y'all. She's just booked and busy, per, okay? Because um, I had to check, I had to make sure, like, hey, now I'm a phone call away. What's going on? But I hopefully she just... <laughs> knew she didn't take it as me getting on nerves, but she knew that I just needed to know, like, you're okay. You don't have to be okay, but at least just let me know if there's anything I can do. But Cheryl, she fine. She busy. So, hey, Jess, we gonna miss you tonight, thank Okay. Um, this is my girl. She's beautiful and lovely, and I'm so proud of everything. Um, what I realized, and I guess it was definitely fine time to get back into it. I will admit, y'all know, I will admit my stuff. I have not bought this calendar yet i will i know i've been saying it i actually will it's black history mom so <laughs> gonna be one of my black purchases Adza. um so uh since i have not bought the calendar i have been online um and it's on their website so shout out to eji um so still within our um a history of racial injustice because what month would we not share these right so i skipped Last week, I think I actually did the same thing. I just didn't get around to it. We got so into conversation. You know how the gals get. We get into talking boys and then lose our mind a little bit, clearly. Um, ciao. So uh, this one, though, uh, on this day, February 3rd in 1948, 
I, if y'all will help uh, allow me, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> if y'all will um, live through me actually sharing. So online, of course they give like, I guess there's more information, obviously more to the story, but I'm gonna share what is here. So it's a, a little lengthy, lengthier than what I usually read that comes in the calendars, okay? Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna share this. And so I've read just the gist of what I thought I was gonna share with y'all, but I actually wanna share with you the whole thing. So it's gonna be parts of it that, I haven't even read yet. So, you know, we in this thing together. Amen. Um, shout out to Pastor Smith. She has us all saying that. And I'm so excited. Uh, if you know, you know. Okay. So on this day, February 3rd, 1948, Black woman and her children sentenced to die for defending themselves. <sighs> Y'all, let's get into this. So again, on February 3rd, 1948, Rosalie Ingram, a Black woman, and two of her children, Wallace, 17, and Sammy Lee, 14, were convicted by an all-white jury in a one-day trial in Ellaville, Georgia. The three family members were sentenced to death by electric chair for killing an armed white man in self-defense after he violently assaulted and threatened them. On November 4th, 1947, a white landowner named John Stratford, armed with a shotgun and pocket knife, attacked Miss Ingram, a widow who worked as a sharecropper on his farm near Ellaville, Georgia. Testimony later revealed that Mr. Stratford hit Miss Ingram in the head with the butt of his rifle while threatening to sexually assault her and shoot her. Ms. Ingram's sons rushed to their mother's aid when they heard her screaming as she was being attacked. In her defense, one son struck Mr. Straffer with a farm tool, killing him. Ms. Ingram and her sons were arrested soon after Mr. Straffer was found dead. Even though the local sheriff admitted that the sons acted in defense of their mother, Rosa, Wallace and Sammy Lee Ingram were all sentenced to death by elect, uh, electrocution, excuse me. And their execution was scheduled on February 27. Though Wallace and Sammy Lee were both minors, they were eligible for execution under the law at the time. The U.S. Supreme Court did not ban the execution of children until 2005. Okay, I'm just, I want to let that one sit in there for a second. Let's close, I promise y'all. After a post-trial motion and pressure from civil rights activists, the trial judge changed the Ingram's sentences to life imprisonment. Then in July 1948, the Georgia Supreme Court affirmed their convictions and life sentences. Though Miss Ingram and her sons no longer had death sentences, they were sent to the state penitentiary and were each forced to serve more than a decade in prison for daring to defend themselves against a violent armed assault by a white man. The Ingrams were not released on parole until 1959. That was enough to chew on for everybody, wasn't it? Was, was it all right? Everybody okay? A little temperature chat? Chat, that's heavy. It's heavy. I don't care how long ago it happened. It's still happening, basically. Um, shout out to the Ingrams. I, I really, I'm going to probably be up late or later and want to look into like where they are what they're doing now has anyone not to say it was in the past since then um i don't want to say i'm sure of it but i know that it's, it's possible so just to know what's going on I, I do enjoy like follow-up stories um but shout out to them and it i'm not gonna lie i know i can't really i couldn't clearly show y'all but there's a um an image of them 
And it just could be me, but one of them, because I don't know which son is which, so I'm not going to name them. He's probably a younger one, but I don't know. Either way, one of them, like, favors uh, Emmett Till. So when I first, like, pulled it up, I was like, wait a minute, this is a story about Emmett Till? And I was reading, like, "Mm, no, it's not. Um, Either who, I mean, sentenced to death by execution, two minors, a mother that was being sexually assaulted and threatened, her life threatened, didn't matter. And she was his worker, his share crop, or I'm sure a share crop worker on his farm. Or his slave, either one. Um, and so blurred lines, man. Blurred lines to say the least. And sick, sickening. Um, sickening to see that there's too much of a correlation of what is still happening right now. Um, uh, I'm trying to digress, y'all. I'm trying to try to go up there. I literally have like a little knot in my stomach. Um, right, mommy, hey mom. Um, that is like wild. And uh, I guess, and not to say that I don't watch. Well, first of all, I've told you before, I barely watch like TV and definitely barely get a chance to watch um, adult TV, right? Uh, but um, sorry, something. Hair, sorry, y'all. I don't know if you with y'all. Um, and so the. Uh, I recently watched TV and I guess not to say that it's just because like it really just so happened. I guess I finally got a chance to finish watching what's today third. So on the first, so just the kickoff, you know, my black, black, blacky blackness, extra black, black, blacky blackness. Um, I got around to watching uh, the, it's called the best of enemies. I was messing up the words um, for a while. Uh, the, the title of it, but the best of enemies and about Anne, yeah, her name was Anne or Anna, Anne Atwater and C.P. Ellis. Um, they were in Georgia, North Carolina, sorry. Um, this has me thinking everything was in Georgia. But uh, just about how like he was a Klansman. He was what is the president of Klansman, I think, even toward the end. Um, that they received, that I think he received another promotion or something. I was a little blurry about that. Uh, but um, long story short, that they like wound up coming together, they were forced to come together by way of uh, what was called a charrette. I'm not even sure if those still like exist or that process. Um, but I mean, for the most part, we, we kind of follow that in different genres and walks of life. Um, and so they're just that the walkthrough and they have to vote on and things like that. And then it becomes law. So long story short that they were um, facing the, the largest of resolutions was um, when the African-Americans, more of the Blacks um, of that time, uh, we're looking to integrate schools and just to hear like how CPL is when he was still in his ignorance, um, just said like, you know, they got everything. They wanted water fountains. They wanted to be able to come into our stores. They wanted, you know, this, they wanted our pools. Like, and now they want to come to our schools. Like, come on, what do we have? Literally watching this and considering all things that we have witnessed, that we have seen, that we know, um, still knowing that there's more to learn about our history and just, the depression of it all, <laughs> depreciation of us as a people um, over a long span of time and still uh, <laughs> still considering all of that, right? Just again, knowing that we have so much more to go, um, so much more work to do rather, and still asking myself, like, what is the problem? Like, yeah, they were really, <laughs> and are still, they are just really still upset about us just wanting to to be 
that's that's really it. Like I know in the beginning of the VMAX, I said that I want us to get to a point where we are very clear about um uh there's a ladybug. I'm sorry, y'all. The ladybug keeps catching my eye. Just I don't know. I just want to check on her. Like, I hope she's okay. Um, I know y'all keep seeing me look over there. That's that's what it is. I just okay. That's a ladybug. That is literally the only bug I can stomach in, in a house. I guess. Okay. Moving on. Um, but yeah, so either way that, uh, you know, like with all of that, like y'all are upset that we just want to be like, in the, like I said, in the beginning of the B-Mix, I said that, you know, eventually I want us to get to the point where we are, we have our list of demands and that we're clear about them. If anybody stops us on the street, you know, any one of us, any one of us that rep- represents us, which is each of us, be very clear. Each of us represents us as a whole. That's a B-tip of the week. B-tip of the month. B-tip of the year. Each of us represents us as a whole. Now, I know that we can find ourselves in a place um, of saying, like, you know, they don't represent me. That, that ain't, you know, when, when, when we're just talking about, you know, skin folk and kin folk, right? I'm not even talking about the them, you know, just talking about the us. And so each of us represents, oh, she just fell from the ledge. Oh, she's clumsy. Oh, gosh, she belongs here. Ladybug. Okay, I'm done. I promise. Um, but yeah, so. Either way, like, uh, we represent us and we must act accordingly. So brings me to, um, and I'm, I can't even lie to you. I don't know where exactly or what I was watching or doing um, of when this, like the t- topic for tonight's show came to me. So I really should have done better. Y'all I was on the phone uh, all the way up until we started the show tonight. But um I wanted to try to just, I don't know, meditate, you know, uh, what's my word, y'all? What? Reflect. Um, and try to figure out, like, we try to get back to that energy and that space uh, of when the topic came to me. But I, I didn't. I didn't give it enough time to do so. Um, I was supposed to take a nap. The nap never happened. It was just it was a thing. Um, and I'm, I'm going to get around to telling you about that story anyway. But either way, so our topic tonight is uh, me first or me too. Like, is it is it me first or is it just me too, right? And I said just, as I'm not even trying to water it down, but um, sometimes, like, depending on the scenario, I think that that is a question that we need to ask ourselves because we often, we feel like we get to a place of, you know, I'm trying to think of a specific example. I'm trying to want to be very specific here, and it's not coming to me now, but I'm sure eventually. Sorry, I had to burp. Um, but we will get to a place of like, you know what? No, this we learned that this does not work. This is not right. So we don't do this at all. Whereas in all actuality, in some things, it just means to tone it down. It means to tweak it. It means to shout out to my church that um, the word for us um, for the year, the theme for us for the year is it's the year of the reset. I, I mean, I literally, I'm hearing this and seeing this everywhere. There's so many people are talking about this so it's just all in alignment right for just all god's plan um and so like for a reset it does not necessarily mean to do away with everything absolutely i know that a lot of people use the uh the the anecdote um or the example of you know like computers and and this and when you reset it goes back to factory settings reset doesn't mean to rid of that phone completely that's something different that's a different process uh, reset doesn't mean that your number changed so they can still get in contact 
with you using that same device. So now we're not talking devices, device, right? So either if you yourself, if you are the device, or if the device is the gift that you, um, the gift or talent or skill that you have come to grips with over the past, you know, few years, like through, and we're talking about just this pandemic season alone, because this is this has to say something more to us than what we want either to allow it to say, um, or that we even thought that it would say to us. Come on now, let's let's think back. Was the last time you thought about the beginning of the pandemic and what you thought about it? And, you know, we were, I know I was just like, okay, they shut us down. All right, let me take this little computer home. <laughs> oh, God. And we're going to prepare to get on back up in his office like next week or something. Like, ain't no way. Ain't been back to the office since. That was March 2020. <laughs> it's February 2022, baby. Listen, <laughs> today's price is not here. today's price. All right, I'm cracking up. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having too much fun just even in my own thoughts. Um, ooh, I suck at texting. Uh, sorry, y'all, because I thought I was going to pull something and it made me think of this person I did not text back. Um, but it's fine. Now I can't think of what I was about to text because now I'm distracted. Y'all know I'm going to tell y'all. If I can't keep a real joke, can I keep a real wit? Amen? Um, so let me see. I, I just want to make sure people know I'm doing my show. Don't, don't try to call me. Okay. Um, but yeah, so just the, the idea of the fact that, again, that some things are just not meant to completely rid of. And I know here throughout, throughout the course of the Phoenix that we've talked about ridding of some things or releasing some things. And the, the, here's the thing here, this is, this is prime example. So in thinking about release, right. And think of just releasing people. Let me let me retract that because it's not necessarily even retracting the it's not necessarily releasing the person. It is releasing the stronghold that person or whatever connection or bond that you had between the two of you had because it may not necessarily. So let me speak to you like the let's talk to single parents, right? Hey, hi, me. Um, You can, you know, we co-parent, I I use that word, that term, because not all of us out here necessarily co-parenting. Co is actually like me and you and like half and half, like whole and whole. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's too many like lopsided co-parentship. So kind of use that term really for you guys to understand what I'm talking about, but that's not really what I mean Uh, or not the term that I want to use. I'll think of something else later, but Either who for, you know, single parents, co-parents, um, you know, that's a prime example that, you know, you have to get to a place where you release the stronghold that if it's, if you had a relationship with this person or if you were a fling one night stand, well, however, this baby came about and is here now and needs to be, needs and deserves uh, to be cared for properly, then so be it, right? Um, congratulations. <laughs> and so it is a life time of lessons, lessons learned, uh, lessons gained, uh, you know, strength and wisdom, all of that. And so you have to, at some point, release the, there's still some bond somewhere, because clearly at the very least, there was a physical bonding of the two of you that brought you together in order to produce this child. Okay. And so you have, if it's just releasing that, that maybe now that is not the case, because again, for single parents, that's usually you know, that cuts or 
should be or however that goes. And so it, I, I can't, I, I truthfully, unfortunately cannot speak to, you know, the parents that are, are together. And all I can say to it is I wish you all the best and well and learn from each of us that too many of us that are out here um, that are not. Um, and that, you know, if you find that it is that relationship between you and the other adults is not good, I suggest not to be in that. And it's for the sake of you. That is mostly for the sake of the child. Just saying. But if you are meant to be together, married, dating, however, you know, that bond is, I pray that you foster that and and <laughs> and grow that for the rest of your lives. Like literally wish you well. So, but for the us, okay, for right now. Um, you know, you have to release that, but still can't necessarily let that person go. Like you're, you're going to have to be in contact with this person, prime example. So I find myself in a pickle of a situation earlier and I'm going to be so transparent with y'all, right? Um, where, and I'll, I'll tie this, oh, thank you, Lord. I just realized how to tie this into the topic because first I felt like I was going far off and was going to come back to the topic, but it goes right into it. And I'm explain explain how. So that um, I get a, so my, my daughter's father has another child. I'm, I'm sure I've, I've mentioned that before. She's older, she's two years older. Um, you know, she, she, he has another child. And so no matter, you know, how it came about, how it is, it is and is, and was even clearly when he and I, you know, um, made, you know, conceived my daughter, right? Um, and so, daughter was still um an infant that uh myself and the the uh, the mother right the other child's mother that we we were in contact just once and it was over the phone um and it, I felt like I remember feeling then I can't remember all the details so but I just remember feeling then like I was pent up to do it like he left basically left me to do it and I think it was because one never that we were even talking about or considering like being together but I, I know at least one of the times I pitched it um was the point of well you know if we I wouldn't even be able to be with someone that does not claim their other child like that does not do for like there's not in their life like I I would not be able to live with that one because I'm just I'm a mama bear I love on babies <laughs> I love on your child I love on, hey, bring the child like whatever and so, anywho, I guess because I just always kept that demeanor um, and knew that, and because by me being a thinker, like a, I guess a prolonged thinker, um, a, a head thinker, thinker, a header, I don't know, <laughs> that I think, you know, I thought long term as far as like at some point, you know, I would never want my child to, you know, find out like, oh, you know, I, um, I'm literally the ladybug keeps catching my eye, y'all, so forgive me, um, <laughs> keeping my attention though. So, that uh, I would never want my child to find out later on, like, oh, you know, I had a sister all this time, like, oh my goodness, like, you know, I know, I feel some way, like, I really wish I was brought to have a close relationship with all of my siblings that I did not grow up in the same household with, like, I, I really wish that was the case, like, I was, like, people do not know, like, my family, I guess, doesn't know, but it was, like, always the people, you know, it's the school or work when I got older and all that, it, I, it was just a happy fact that I love to share about myself. Like I'm the youngest of six, like you wouldn't even know. And then I have to, at some point, probably, you know, if there's more conversation had, but I have to explain like, well, no, I was actually raising a household with my two other brothers. Like, uh, and I even questioned, so I'm like, oh, my oldest from like, oh, shoot, no, the other one is older than him. Okay. Well, 
the point is, right? So I just had to get that out. And so either way, I just would, I don't want that for my job. And so I wanted to try to have that, y'all know I'm a conversationalist by nature. I think that everything deserves and, and really starts with a conversation. Um, it's necessary. Um, and so uh, one of the conversation, and so we ha- had it, uh, it, nothing came from it, truth be told. Um, nothing came from it. Uh, I I really think I recall correctly that the ball was, you know, in her court of just like, well, hey, you know, let me know. Because I don't know. I know now. So it's, it's weird to try to recall it, knowing information now. So I know since, like, they have uh, moved, they live in another state and all that. But I don't know if that was happening then. So I don't know if it was like, well, hey, we're about to move. So, you know, we'll get in contact. I'm not sure. Um, but either way, I just think it was just like, well, I'll let you know. I think it was something along those lines. And I didn't get any, like, nasty feel, you know, from her. Well, it's again, it's really weird to talk about this and having now learned some information um, just an earlier, literally earlier today, having a conversation with my daughter's father and finding out that apparently during that conversation that was now four years ago, three, four years ago, that I rubbed her the wrong way. Now, me being me, I can at least consider the fact that just from my experience that people, when they first meet me, that uh, I don't even think it's just the first, like <laughs> for your first few encounters of me, like you got to once you get to know me, that's the thing. Once you get to know me, to know me is to love me, but it's the part of getting to know me. I'm so prejudged, so misjudged, mis- misunderstood, you know, unheard, unseen, right? Overlooked, forgotten, all of that. And so hence, here I am, right? On the VMAX, opening it up with that every time. And so understanding that that's, that's been the consensus for the most part. And I don't, I will probably sound arrogant here, but I'll take it that I don't really truly believe that it's an issue of mine. Like I, I really, really truly at the heart of me feel as though that it is for other people. And while I understand that to the naked eye, it makes sense. Like nobody, it has to be you. You're the common denominator. If there's so many other people that have issues when they first meet you, then it has to be you, but it is not like, I'm, I'm so reflective. I'm so, you know, I'm always doing self-evaluation, like, and and while I know you can do all this work and still miss something, but what I really have come to conclude is that people are not used to a me, like, and I'm just, I am adaptable and I'm a, I'm not going to say a different person every time in different areas, but, you know, something like that, right? And so you may not know that I'm this way here if you meet me over there until you see that, like, and it may not come immediately. Like you just, you just don't automatically get to know me upon first impression. But I actually <laughs> leave pretty good impressions. It's just about what people pick up. How about that? And so I, it's crazy because I know I have a note from like one of the shows that I didn't get to that speaks to that. I probably that alone. I might go back to visit that. But um, you know, it is. It gets to another note that I'm having now. I'm just touching on this right now, just because it's relevant to this story is what does your energy say about you? Right. When you enter into a room, when you leave a room, when you're in a room all by yourself, excuse me, the energy that an aura that you have is your sole responsibility. It is not anyone else's. Sorry, the ladybug went away and then now she's back. She just, I mean, she is making moves, okay? The girl, hey, Courtney, Courtney, love you. Oh, my baby. Um, you know, like the, the aura that you find yourself in is 
your responsibility because i had a question here to ask whose responsibility is it if they don't get it right though that's the thing right and so this is where it's that tricky turn of events um and i'm not even just tweaking it just because of what i said like you know that other people kind of take me and are rubbed the wrong way by me by my you know my straightforwardness right when when it's necessary especially if i'm talking about my child like i I, I can recall, I don't know everything that's on that call, but I know that I spoke on some things. I know that I touched on and I hope it wasn't uh, misconceived, but I, I could see how it probably was. Like, and I'm curious to find out that it could have been misconceived as um, I touched on the fact. So she is in a, not trying to lose our business, but it's for context that, um, you know, she's gay and now she's like married, right? I think at that time they weren't married, but either way. So knowing that that was the whole point of like, that's how their agreement came about of like, them uh, making um, my daughter's sister, right? Um, see, because I want to be able to claim the baby and say my other baby, but I ain't got a chance to meet the baby yet. It's crazy. So either who, I'm getting around to it, I promise. Kind of dragging this out, but I promise it, it's all coming to a point. There are points in between. So uh, where am I? So um, that, that you know, it was, I, I know I mentioned that of just like, you know, I know I'll have to explain that to my daughter, like making the points of like, hey, this is why we want to have a conversation and just start and to kind of cultivate this environment, this relationship now, even though I have, you know, an infant, I would have wanted it to be the point where they came over to like for her big sister to see like, oh my gosh, I have a baby sister. Like, you know, and then as my daughter getting older, like she, like, I wanted all of this to be then what is just starting, I guess, to about to kind of be now. Like years later, that baby's about to be seven. My daughter's about to be five. Like, that's not how long I wanted to wait to do this, but okay, right? It just, uh, 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 <laughs> at the end of the day, it is what it is. The two phrases we wear out. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so that was, the like I said, that conversation, the one thing that I did want the most positive and, and best thing that I took away from is that, you know, she just, I love my daughter. I love my baby. I am so, got it. Okay. Well, me too. We, we touched there. Like I didn't like the fact that, you know, it was, I really felt it was, it was on him. Like he should have, you are the man and the common denominator between all of this. Like you should be the one, you know, getting to have us to sit down, having, bring us together, you know, and even truthfully like putting a foot down. I'm not saying you need to get up yelling and scream. No, but to, you know, firmly put, like, listen, you know, we are family by default. I could hear all of that. I could, that's why I said I miss, totally misunderstood, because I think that even he probably believes that I would not hear that, right? And, and even back then, it's like, no, I am over any, like, feeling I could ever have, like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't have had a baby without, like, I got over that literally as it was, like, I was the last person to find out about it. It was, I think I left him in 2013. I think this happened 2014, 20, I don't know, the years, the numbers, I don't know, 2014, 15, like, okay like got it okay and then it was the whole drawn out thing of like he wasn't claiming he wasn't like their agreement what arrangement whatever and now we are where we are and so either way when you were even trying to figure that out i was wanted to be a helpful part of it and to contribute you know any positivity or any light that i could and sometimes people just do not want to receive that and do not want that and just that's for whatever reason um I'm really trying to work on my focus because I my peripheral keeps catching the same lady. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So anyway, so that was like I said that conversation. And so, oh, I love you too, Buddha. Oh, I'm gonna text her back. That's my baby. I love love. I love people. Love family. Um, ciao. So the uh, 
you know, so that was, that was, like I said, that conversation, I, like I said, mentioned that of like, Hey, you know, I would want to be able to explain that. I, I, the only one big thing that I did get was like, ah, you know, I, I, my enlightenment was like, oh, this was someone she said, she wanted to mention to me, like she hadn't thought of this. Like when she asked him, you know, for the arrangements of her, you know, make a child and all um, that she didn't consider, like, you know, if, and when he ever like had other children and how this would go, like, got it. I, I got it as in like, that was, you know, like the, her reality that she did not think of it, but it was hard for a person like me. Cause like, I think of stuff like that. Like I try to think of a scenario all around, like, I'm a thinker, right? We're not calling each other, calling ourselves um, overthinkers. We call ourselves thinkers, right? And so I'm a thinker. So I would have thought of that and considered that at least, and then would have, you can never be so ready and prepared for anything like this. This is a very unique scenario, but here we are. Um, and so uh, getting to to that, so like I said, that was that conversation. So now fast, and it's been nothing since. So like I said, I really believe, if I recall correctly, that it was just the balls are in court somewhere. And no, I didn't follow up because here's the funny thing that I literally just said on the conversation earlier today, that it's funny that I find myself in situations and scenarios where I'm trying to avoid being, uh, you know, maybe like taken, um, uh, take I guess basically taken the wrong way. Like I, somebody that's misunderstood normally, and this has to be a fact somewhere. This is a Benia fact. Okay, here's your B fact. <laughs> I'm going in all of this. That people that are normally or used to being misunderstood, I'm not going to say easily, just find themselves, often find themselves trying to prevent being misunderstood. Right. So that is why, like a person like me, like I don't so I don't mind explaining myself for the most part. I don't mind like, you know, stating facts and just saying some things. Now, it, I have to, I guess, be more maybe I have to read the room a little more or just meet people where they are a little better because I'm not an arrogant person. So I, I never internalize it's like, oh, well, I get it more than they do. So maybe they're not here to receive that yet. But sometimes that's what's needed. Right. And so even in that is where our topic comes in, like me first or me too. Sometimes it's with finding that role. Because see, I think when I first took this topic, that it was like, a, oh, you know, we're saying that, let me tell you where I was going with the topic. I'm going to come into this word. That for the topic in general, it was supposed to, supposed to be that, you know, we would figure out like, is it best to always be, you know, we talk about me too. Like, I mean, we operate in, um, you know, me too-ish, or not really, not me at all. That's how we operate in not me at all. Whereas, uh, you know, it should be me first, right? Because I talk about that, like, you know, the hierarchy, you know, of God, yourself, and as you get married, that's your equal. And your children, got it. People have that backwards. They think, put my children first on it. You can't, you got to take care of you because you're no good for your children if you're not good, you know, for yourself, right? But certain scenarios call for me too versus me first. And so if you get to a healthy place of me first, you're able then to uh, determine, right? And to use your gift of discernment to apply either me too or me first. Um, and remember, ultimately, it's me first anyway, because if you work on yourself so much that you're at, you know, me first and work on me, work on me, work on me, then I'm able to hear that. So that's where it comes from where at the beginning where I said that we get to a place of thinking, like, if you would hear that of like, um, you know, get to a place of working on d- distinguishing between me first or me too, then you would think like, oh, you know what, if there are scenarios that need me too versus me first, then do away with me first. We don't need to just have me first at the top, but that's not the case. 
there are too many scenarios in life and I am like screaming in my brain trying to figure out because I've had a few conversations this week alone where it's been like, oh, see, we want to, as society, we want to rid of, you know, a whole thing when all, in all actuality is to tweak it, it's to reset it to where it works better still for this same world that we're in. These same devices as ourselves, as individuals, as representatives of us, for us, by us, right? Like, we can't do away with it. Reset does not mean to do away. <laughs> it, it just doesn't. It, it means to, to go back. But then how are we going back when we're talking about new normal? So do that math. There's some common core for you. Like, <laughs> some core cool curriculum for you right there. Like, you know, and that is the societal math that we have to do right now. So even back to, you know, the story of, like I said, you know, so that was the initial conversation. So fast forward to today of why any of this is even relevant. I mean, it's always relevant in my mind because, again, I'm a thinker. So I consider things like anytime I hear Sydney say, like my sister, she's usually talking about uh, my brother that passed in 2019, his baby sister who I, or his sister, excuse me, who I call my baby sister. They actually go to the same school um, or her god sister. Right. And so I kind of cringe a little bit in a good way, of course, because my love for the two of them, knowing what my daughter means when she calls them sister, but then knowing and understanding that she has a, a blood sister. Like, you know, I don't even believe in half. Like she has a sister, you know, out here that she, to my knowledge now, as now they've met, you know, once and was told that that was her sister. Something I'd asked for, you know, back then, I just want to be a part of it. Just, you know, hey, because I like to explain things. Right. Okay. Even when my baby was an infant, I talked to her. Y'all see, I'm a talker. So that's what we do. And that's what this whole platform is to do is to promote and to encourage and to empower us to do just this, to talk, get it out. Um, and so, anywho, so today I'm in conversation with him and uh, he asked like, hey, you know, are you doing anything on this particular day uh, with her? And I was thinking it was because he was considering that it was, you know, right, it would be right before Valentine's Day and knowing that, you know, I'm sappy like that. And of course, like she's not Valentine, duh. So I ain't got to love Valentine. These little ugly stinking boys. <laughs> so anyway, but um, that's my favorite Valentine anyway. I love that I carried my Valentine. So <laughs> sappy single mother thing, but whatever. Anywho's, so um, <laughs> not the hump. <laughs> so. They, um, oh yeah, so, so that was that, so I, you know, answered immediately, and I actually do, we have, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, we're going to this princess event, um, and, what was I about to say, yeah, so we're going to this princess event, uh, and I thought that the timing would be then, so, because I wound up asking, like, well, yes, I do have something planned, um, what, what time, so it sends the invitation, so I look at the time, and I immediately think that, because I have another event that is what I knew of for that same day at first, so I had that in mind, um, of that timing. So I was off and when I originally initially told him no. And so I knew that I would feel bad if the whole day now is like I had that event, supposed to be some professional um uh headshots done, right? And then here comes this princess event that I booked, you know, for us is the only day. And so like that's earlier that day. We were a long day. I'm gonna definitely have a long day. And now we got this event to go so um support my sister in love. Um later on that evening child y'all know i don't be outside so i'm getting it all out in that one day I, oh god and uh, mask me up because i'm gonna be sleeping in the car somewhere um 
So either who, so I just, I had the times mixed up, right? So I, like I said, initially just, you know, said no. And he just said, like, okay. And so then though thinking like, oh shoot, you know what? Now that I've figured it out, like kind of looked at it again and made me go look at the time and just kind of look at our calendar for that day and realizing like, you know what? I would feel bad if, you know, I didn't told him no. And that my original plan was in order to go take the headshots, like to, after the event, the princess event to drop her either at my mom and dad's house or Gigi's house or something, um, I would feel bad to know that he would be in town and ask for her to go to his party. I said no. And then, you know, she's there. Like, I, I would feel bad. Um, so I knew already I was like considering it. Then it, it did hit me. My second thought was like, dang it. I don't like that. I even have to like, not even a contemplation, but something like that. Like it should be a no brain. Like I wanted it to be like this all this time. And so I'm not hanging on this. I'm kind of just telling y'all like the, the chronological order of how it's worked through the years of like, it's been nothing. Like it's been no concept. I have never technically never met the other mother. I've never met the other child. Right. Um, and I have to keep saying that cause I really just want to call her my baby, but I can't <laughs> not yet at least. Um, and so, but apparently like that the other mother and the other child has met my child and it's like, well, dang it. What is the problem? Either who. Um, and so, you know, I, I finally like, I, I, had, I had to consult my sister um, I talked with my mom, you know, I did, I do, I did a little quick like prayer. I, I will be honest. I didn't really go deep into prayer about it because I feel like already in my spirit that I felt like, you know what, I'm okay with her going. And I assumed that it was like, you know, you're coming to town, you're going to get her and take her. Now, fast forward to the conversation I was having with him. Whew, I had to give you all of that because it always is not heavy, but ugh. get into a conversation with him, you know, call him back and, you know, just like, Hey, you know, explain, you know, and so we get, we don't really argue. I thank God that he said uh, recently that, you know, we have no, like, we just should argue never. Yes, that's, this is, yes, that is where I've been wanting us to get for a long time. We should just argue never. Um, and so, like, we can have disagreements and all that. We don't need to argue anymore. So, but early, like, it wound up getting, like, heightened. Like, bro, why are we not really yelling, but voice is a little raised. Why? So, um, he, uh, just, just look, it should be obvious. Like you, certain things come out. Apparently that's where I found out that the conversation, the initial and only conversation I've had with the other mother that I rubbed her the wrong way. My point, my initial point and response was, oh my goodness, really? Like I would have wanted to know that. I'm, I think that's exactly what I said. And it's just like, well, you know, it's, it's over now that, yeah, but we have to get to a place where we don't feel like just sweeping it under the rug. Like let's hash it out. Everything should be, you know, conversation. He is definitely a person that feels like it was old. So, you know, leave it back there, whatever. No, that's not how you deal with it in the present and move forward. It's clear it up in the present and move forward because it's news to me. So yeah, it's fresh all over again. And it's not even, it's not a huge deal, but I, I literally said to him, like, I would have wanted, you know, if there's something in there where I needed to apologize, something I maybe need to elaborate on, explain so that we can get to it. Like my daughter would love to be on FaceTime with her sister. I know that I know my child like so anywho um that's that it's obvious uh he wants to saying it's obvious of like because later on in the conversation after we didn't literally go around her body keeps telling you didn't you keep bringing it up and keep repeating this and the third this and that like what is happening right and I'm keep saying like this energy just don't have to be here like what is happening get toward the end of that particular conversation it's like well you know um it, you know, well, cause you, you should come to, well, you then you can, y'all can eat the same, y'all can talk about it or whatever you'll see her. Like when you see her at the party, I'm like, well, wait, am I invited? Well, that's obvious. No, it's not like not everybody <laughs> sends invites and 
allows, you know, or even expects or, or, you know, has intended, intends for the parents to like, it could just be like, she knows that it's by you, like, and then she would bring her. That's what I'm thinking. And I will be honest that, and I, I'm saying this because I know it could be perceived this way. Um, so I'm just prefacing by saying like, it's literally, it's no jealousy, but I, I will all things considered of how estranged still that the relationship between my daughter and her father are because he just does not get it yet. And he just has, he has other priorities like working, making money. He was just running my ear down about all his investments and this and that. So, okay. And like happy for you of what you're doing, but anywho, um, that, uh, you know, so he, it doesn't, he doesn't think in, in just what is, what is and what is not is that, you know, he does not talk to her. They do not talk a lot. She definitely does not see him. She sees him maybe twice a year uh, for the past three, four years. Well, yeah, about three years. And she's four. She's about to be five. So the three, four years. Um, and and they don't, they like, there's no talking in between, like, to suffice for the, the missed presence, right? Um, there's just no, and, like, when they do talk, it's just, like, so robotic. And so, like, it's getting a little looser, a little better, but, oh, Lord. I feel like I want to translate, but I will say, like, just either this morning or the other, I think yesterday morning, um, she had asked, she had looked sad. I could see her in the rear view. She switched sides in the backseat, y'all. She wants to sit behind me now, and she liked it if we could see each other in the mirror. And so she was looking sad out the window, and I just said, well, what's going on, small child? I miss daddy. Okay, would you like to call him? Call him, let her just talk his ear off. I, and, you know, in her own way, like, she'll, she'll mute herself. She'll a little more quiet. She'll a little quieter. Like, if y'all really have a relationship, she'll, her personality will be out there. Like, it will come out. I don't know. It's weird. Anywho. Um, and so... Uh, we, dang it, I, I kind of lost, <laughs> I lost my train of thought, y'all, but uh, that anyway, just in the conversation of just like, he's like, you know, it's obvious and that, so I'm trying to explain like, no, you know, that's just, it does not happen that way. And I, I don't know what else was said in the conversation, we wanted to get on the phone, like, okay, bye. He winds up calling back though, which I can appreciate, I'll always give credit, so to tell all of that, and I would be remiss not to mention this part, like this last conversation I was saying that I was just on leading up to the beginning of the show tonight that, you um, know, that's what was just running, running my ear down about stuff that I was, I was lost on, but it was okay. It is like teeth getting him to talk, and then once he's talking, it's just a little, 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 little. <laughs> it's hilarious, uh, without fail. Um, and so, uh, but he, he initiated that second call with, you know, and I was just on the phone, uh, with a friend, like, kind of like a hot, like, oh, like, did I do something wrong? Knowing he has a, so y'all is the one sort of the sticky co-parent situation anyway. Like, listen, I can talk to, talk my woes to you a little bit because you get it a little bit. Anywho, um, that, oh, side note, I guess that's me telling myself I was going to get around and tell him I'm still in contact with him. I know. I said, I'm still in contact with him. I don't. It's fine. Came to my rescue the other day, picked me up from dealership, took me back, uh, helped me figure out tires. Would have left work to help me when my tire was flat, but couldn't because couldn't get away. It's whatever. I don't know. I don't know. These boys are still ugly. It doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I was on the phone and I, you know, click over. And so he initiates this second, you know, part two of our conversation that we're literally on the phone for like almost like two hours then. Like, because at least you started off well. Am I saying every time we talk, we need to be on the phone alone? No, but it does. It doesn't hurt. I don't mind because like I've literally said from the beginning that it can and should be the fact that we could even be friends. Like, I'm not out here trying to be everybody's friend. Just saying. But the history that we have, me knowing you, literally like the back of my hand in and out, like, 
I should have said it now. I don't even know why I said that. I just meant to say, like, I know him well, um, very well. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just should never be, like, this absence of a person. Like, and I don't even mean physically. I just mean, like, presence, right? Um, in this virtual world, like, it really just shouldn't be. Um, but he starts off by, you know, apologize. Yeah, apologize. It is why. Yeah. Just like, you know, I'm irritated, I'm irritable, and this and the third, and, you know, so I know it shouldn't have been this way, so I think he did, and I apologize for that. Okay. Well, well all right. There we, there we go. Like, so, of course, me, just me and me, though, like, hey, well, I have to reiterate, like, I do hope that you still got what I was saying, because I don't know in what, that's the thing, y'all. When we have our moments and times, and I meant to say this before, he and I hung up, but just in any time, like there are times like where I'm, I'm a single mother, like there are times I'm sure that you have called or we, I've had to talk to you or maybe didn't have to and still was on the phone or something or had to be around you or whatever that I've probably irritated, tired or whatever. I do not take it out on other people. I choose not to. Like, it's not fair to anyone else. It's not even fair to myself because I'm, I'm like, no, it was because you lack of sleep. You said people kept calling you like, what does that have anything to do with me? Now, when I'm just trying to figure things out, you literally could have just said, um, you know, he could have said, like, you know, I'm irritated. Can we just talk later? I'm an easy, pretty going guy. Like, okay, not a problem. I probably would have been like, okay, I don't know what this is about, but all right. Easy. So, like I said, we, I just, you know, reiterate, like, all the things, because the thing about when we are irritated or angry or mad, sad, ultra happy, whatever, just overly emoting, right? That, you know, it's, we don't, it's not enough space left uh, to receive, you know, somebody else's emotions or thoughts or feelings or whatever. And so we, for that other person, they don't know what you have received or perceived. And so then that's what, like for somebody like him, that'll be like, oh, because that deserves that, you got to talk more. Like he just, he claims himself as not to want to like to talk, but it's necessary. You have to, like, um, and so you actually create a, another, I didn't go say opportunity, but you can create another need to talk like all over again, to be redundant. Like, yeah, you didn't have to be. I like to just get it all done too. Like we really kind of want the same thing. We go about it differently, but we want the same thing. It can just happen. Am I saying that I'm right all the time? No, but most of the times, yes, because I consider all things most of the times. So my way usually is pretty right. I know that sounds arrogant, but I am telling the God honest truth. Um, and so <clears throat> either way and then you know just and so it takes then to, to reiterate again because again I don't know what you have received through your irritation like so I have to just you know say things like I really hope what you got that I you know you got this and that certain things that you were trying to say were obvious uh that I manned up in the first conversation I'm saying what I assumed and yada 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 like back and forth like either way of um you know like so when back to the last question I asked whose responsibility is it if they don't get it right it's theirs that that is where like I was saying earlier that it takes that tricky turn of events it's a very thin line from where I said that you know the the first question I asked was uh what does your energy say about me right um, and so that's how, you know, you come off the, what you do on the inside of you, that's going to pour out, what's going to come out of your pores. Right. Um, and it's infectious regardless, no matter who or how you are, it is infectious. Some people will be like, Oh, that person has such a beautiful spirit. They were, you know, contagious or infectious. Like it just, uh, just poured out. But guess what? A negative and a nasty attitude does the same, well, not the same thing, but, um, it's infectious as well. 
I want to be specific here, right? Uh, it does not do the same thing because it leaves you know, clearly a nasty taste and this and the third. Um, and then it comes back to them and they don't understand why. So again, the aura that you're in is actually what it is that you have put out because that's your most immediate space around you. So that's what it's circling. I don't know how I had like this little hair. I just cut another one. Remember earlier, I had another hair? Lord. I don't know, y'all, now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so... It, it's it's immediately around you so that's what you're pouring out if you mm, trying to find an analogy here y'all struggling um <laughs> but i'm really thinking of, oh y'all know like the the circle that's around you like the old video games I'm trying to think well, oh like nba um i guess i guess that was 2k oh how old ago was that i'm thinking of one nintendo 64 so i'm thinking old ago okay but um just, you know, that the circle, your player or whatever has the circles or bone and move and all that. I think like that is, you know, your aura is pouring out, right? And so, of course, it's going out further, like, you know, beyond you. But what's left right there, like if something is poured over your head, right? So it's going to spill out, you know, onto the rest of the ground. But that last little bit that's dripping down, so which is all of the same. If you are pouring negativity, right? Negativity is being poured over your head. You were pouring it over your own head. That is like this, it's stained heavier around you. So if you pour out, work on positive and what's being poured out is what you're working on on the inside, right? If you are constantly, you know, receiving and perceiving negativity, because sometimes it's just perception. It, sometimes it is just perception, y'all. That's it. That's, it boils down to that. So that's another way of like me first or me too. Because when it's, you know, arrogance uh, and, you know, me too, me too, me too, because, you know, we on, on the B mix, it said, you know, you should be working on you first and this and that. Right, right. But you imported some arrogance. So now you've tainted that cup. Okay. You sitting here only supposed to be pouring juice in your cup and then you got lean. I'm confused. <laughs> the, the recipe got turned, got turned up somewhere. Okay. Uh, unnecessarily. And so, and then also because you, whatever is, you know, that goes further out from you, then it's coming back. And that is the thickest part because not all of it is, are you perceiving? It's sometimes it's staying right there, right there around you. I hope y'all follow this because I'm like seeing this in my brain and I wish I could do a little like digital cartoon to get this out, like a, a silent one too, just a little picture show. Um, but so that is why then, of you know, the energy you know, what does it say about you? Because that's your energy. So it's going to say something about you. But again, where I said it's tricky and that intricate turn of events is whose responsibility is it if they don't get it right? It's tricky because in some cases it could be your fault, but this is where some people get to not even pin it off because it's the people that that it's not their fault, usually aren't the people that want to pin it off. And I.e. me, like I'm, I'm the people, right? In that, in that particular scenario, like I, it is when it, when I said earlier and still stand by, like it is not, you know, necessarily my fault that people, I'm not my responsibility that people perceive me incorrectly. That my experience is that it has been the fact that people are just not, and I, I think I just said this earlier, either to y'all or I don't know. I feel like I've said it a couple times today alone, but that again, that is, it's that people are not used to someone like me, someone that comes, you know, to you pure apart, that is, you know, willing to help, like no questions asked, no strings attached. Like I, I, I'm really just a good person. Have I had my moments and times? Absolutely. Have I had my good amount of seasons and times where I had to suppress some, you know, thoughts of like, 
okay, I can't stand this person and I ain't trying to wish nothing bad on them, but oh Lord, like, you know, you know, I got to just say some ignorant things to my sister because she gets it and she can take my dark humor, you know, from time to time. Like, she can take it all the time. I mean, for me, like when I give it up from time to time, like, that's it. I can be like, Lord, all these senseless killings and how it's a few people. In li- all right. I'm sorry. Sorry. I take it back. I'm sorry. Just saying, you know, you, you have those days, you know, I've had those moments and times. Um, and so, you know, it doesn't mean, though, I've always been as positive or I haven't always, but I've always worked on it to be this way. And if you ask me, I'm not as, you know, I find myself in, you know, my little moods and spaces and places um, and within my mind, even in my heart and my spirit. Like, Lord, I ain't feeling today. But, you know, it will still be, a, it's funny because then those will be a, a days where I cross paths with people and they're like, you're just so positive. You're like, girl, if you only knew what kind of day I was having, what are you, positive, what are you talking about, right? Um, it's the work, it's the work, it's the work, it's the work within you that you get, it's, uh, it's, it's really like a badge of honor. Um, I guess I, I'm probably coming off arrogant tonight, y'all. And I don't, I really don't mean to. I promise I am humble and modest. Uh, but I also get to wear it. Like I get to, I get to be me. And me knows that I have been working on me for so long. All of this, you know, self-work, self-love, self-help, you know, all of this that is coming to a head finally is stuff that I have been working on without any type of guidance, any type of leadership, any type of help. And even if it was out here, I didn't know about it, right? And so this is why to the believers, like this is why, even for the non-believers, truthfully, for everyone, forgive me, I did not mean to leave anybody out here to say that this is exactly why the, the ultimate, you know, up, right, of the hierarchy, the number top, number top, I'm going to take that one, I'm using that. The number top <laughs> of the hierarchy is God. Like, because when I didn't know how to work on me, but knowing and feeling this pressing need to do so, that's all I could do was to turn into him. Lord, now listen now. Now it's getting heavy and dark in here now. What's going on? Help me out. And here I am, right? Um, so why I'm not like, you know, what's the phrase? I'm true to this, not new to this. Like, for real, with the self-help and the self-love and the journey, yeah. So I hear things, and it doesn't mean I know it all, but I, I've lived a good, a good amount of it, I feel, of having to turn in inward. Turn inward. Yes, there's a beat of it. We turn inward. Turn inward. It does not mean, oh, you can share things. You can't ask for help. It's not what I'm saying. Remember, it doesn't mean just like, oh, thank you, Lord. Uh, just like before, where we were talking about if something is said like, oh, we need to do more of, oh, we need to do, you know, more talking. It doesn't mean we don't talk at all, which that's a bad example because I do feel like we don't talk at all. But, you know, there are some people clearly here, this this platform, like we talk, you know, like the things to get us folk to talk more, to express. Maybe that's really, I didn't want to say talk because that's what we do. We talk, we don't express. Oof, that was good to me. <laughs> that was good to me. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. We express, I mean, we talk, we don't express. And that's an issue. Just like there are people, even as far as like, we'll be like, oh, communication is what's lacking. So there are people that are out here communicating, but not comprehending. So there will even be somebody like, I express, I, I, you know, I talked about my stuff. Okay, well, where are you in? Do, do you work on yourself so much that you can express your stuff and be in a receptive place to receive it? in real time 
that's what distinguishes between the people that can deal with, you know, the stuff, the issue, the it, think of a relationship, right? So dating, companionship, um, and the two people. And so, you know, to, 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 uh, excuse me, y'all, to be able to talk about their stuff, their whatever issue, their circumstance right then and there, whereas, you know, there are too many, uh, it's so common that there's always one person or most time, oftentimes, that there's one person out of the scenario that, you know, can't handle dealing with it in real time, that they need a moment. And there's no judgment there. But truthfully, that is a sign of, you know, not having worked on self, you know, or just not even not having worked on self, it being a place of uh, improvement, an area of improvement to work on self to get to a place, because that is a thing. And we don't, we don't celebrate. We don't know how to, I think, because, oh my gosh, my sister said it best earlier that our generation, like we experience so much new, so much is new to us. And we've just had to adapt. If we are nothing else, they want to bash millennials so bad. We are an adapting people. Okay. How just like the whole, I don't know if it's a human race. Number one, humans too, but black folk, black and browns now, we have to do nothing but adapt all our lives. Okay. Um, especially our lives here in America, or whatever else we landed. Okay, we've had to adapt, um, and it hasn't always worked out for us. So then we have to adapt to that. We have to adapt to the fact that the adaptation didn't work for us. So now, what do we do there? And that things are ever changing, and it's like, okay, all this is new, and I can't get them in the debris because they dad gonna show date it. Did slaves have orientation week? Hmm. Did they? Did they get like a little initiation time? Like, hey, hey, I know this is new for you. I know I stole you for real. Brought you on over here. I know you didn't seen some bad stuff. You didn't, you know, been in a bad little situation for a little bit. Okay, took you a little while to get on over here. We appreciate y'all, you know, filling out your application. We've reviewed all of your applications. So each of you that have, you know, landed here, congratulations. You, you know, fit the bill. And we're going to go ahead and give y'all some time to, you know, What's college? What's that week called? Bridge week or something? Like what? Slaves didn't get that? My ancestors did not get that. Amen? Like, come on now. So we've had to adapt our entire lives, at least, you know, meeting here, right? Wherever we were stolen from, the time we were stolen to wherever we landed. We've had to adapt. And that's that's not to say that we never had to adapt before then, I'm sure, right? That's just the human way. But to be forced into adaptation. It should be a choice. Ooh, we, who is talking? Who is talking tonight? <laughs> sorry, y'all, I yell. I'm sorry. Adapting should be a choice, not a force. And so it is then what we do with that. What we do with that. What we do with when we are forced to adapt. Do you rebel against adapting, knowing that you must adapt anyway? Let's talk about it. Oh, God, that's good. I was, oh, my goodness. All right, I'm about to bring this up because um, I got to say this. I gotta, don't laugh at me, Monty, when I say this. Um, yeah, all right, let me close this out because I'm about to give the whole last bit of the show to that. Uh, sorry, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> I should have stayed in that moment. I apologize. Um Sorry if I lost anyone right there. I, I really do apologize for that. Um, that's me reading in, in the chat. I'm like, keep real with y'all. If I can't keep real with niggas, what can I keep real with? Just saying. Yes, I said nigga. Now twice. During Black History Month. Okay. I ain't saying my ancestors allowed it, but 
they you know they ain't really shunned me that bad about it yet they know i mean well anyway um before i dig a hole any deeper than there um that uh you know so what do we do when we are forced to adapt um do we rebel against adapting and then lose out altogether I had a conversation with someone recently and explaining the same like why we hadn't worked out any time before now. As it was like we often find ourselves in conversations where I don't think he realized, and I know the last conversation we had had before the one we were having. <laughs> See, conversational is more just they should just keep on going. Like anyway, um that I remember calling like small-minded and closed-minded and all that. And I definitely I can't do anything with that. Like I I cannot. And he's someone he can talk, he will talk, he can talk about things he's into, uh, you know, black history, black empowerment, like think business, like can talk and still be like, how do you get to this place of where my takeaway is that you're small minded close minded? Anyway, so in the conversation, the most recent conversation that we were having about that one, or well, touching on that one, um, you know, that I, I wound up saying, like, yeah, you just choose to be defensive to be defensive. You know, if I do say something and I don't mean it nasty and in a facetious way, but if I say that, you know, I feel as though you're being close-minded and you just want to take it as, oh, because I don't agree with you. No, I'm fine with people don't agree with me. I actually like it. I enjoy that because I like difference of opinion. I can respect the difference of opinion. I can't respect ignorance. Hmm. Not, not respect it. I don't know how to explain it, but I am. Um, anyway, but uh, yeah, like I can't, I can respect it. Like, I'll allow it, I guess. I'll allow it, but not really respect it. Like, Ignorance is like, hey, that's your choice. Okay, right? Um, so I guess in a sense, that's respect. Either way. Uh, but, you know, like to be, for us to choose to be defensive, just to be defensive, if you were actually listening to the context and content of, you know, whatever my argument or conversation was and from my point of view, my perspective, you wouldn't really be defensive. You're just being defensive because you feel as I'm challenging you and that's not the case, right? So for us as a people, if we choose to just rebel, against adapting even though we've been forced to adapt we're doing nothing but hurting ourselves that's still back to how uh whose responsibility is if they get it right i mean if they don't get it right we had to have given something you can never bring Bania a scenario and say like yeah you know big mother she just or my ex-boy she just or you know girl my man he used to and i can't stand it like you did something i'm not a victim blamer y'all know i've heard me say that plenty of times but or victim shame or anything um and i mean use victim as a, a loose term but you did something to contribute to it even if it's a, just allow it i've told y'all that before too okay so when it comes to me too or me first it's not about ridding of me first altogether and it's not even about ridding of me too Everything is about balance. It comes to a place of working on self so much that you are able to apply. That is my phrase and my theme, my own personal theme for this year, is appropriate application. I'm saying it out loud so I can be held accountable. I think I've shared it with y'all before, but I can't remember. Um, appropriate application to be able to get to a place where when I'm faced with either the adversity or even a great thing, Right that I know what to apply to, what energy, how much energy, how much time, how much thought, how much spirit, how much love, how much laughter, how much sadness, how much, like, it, it's about that. So that way I can bounce right back. Like, okay, I need to emote a little bit here. I need to get this out. See, I have a little flaw. I got a little bounce to it. I need to be able to do that. Okay? We all 
need to be able to do that because if I represent us and I'm working on being able to do that, I need each of us to be able to do that well because we represent us. That's it. I think I'm on my point that we spell us. Ooh, I like it. You heard it first. If you hear it and it take off and it's big, look, we spells us. That sounds all ignorant, but I'm going with it. I like it. All right. Y'all got it? Y'all good? I got some news that I definitely want to talk through. I want y'all to hear my mouth about it. Um, all right, Molly, I'm going to need your help because I'm going to need, I hope it's like, I don't know if it's a long statement or not, but I vaguely, I think I got a good amount of, of what will be actually said, her original statements. Um, so moving in before we get out of here. Um, I'm saying this part, that's what I was talking about earlier when I was saying, Monty, don't laugh at me. I was jealous because <laughs> when I saw, all right, this is, okay, let me share the news. Sorry. So y'all know what I'm talking about. So y'all not completely lost. So news, The View co-hosts um, are reportedly furious with ABC over Whoopi Goldberg's suspension. I was jealous uh, because I thought this broke during uh, who show? Uh, Oh, Lord. Rich. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Forgive me, Rich. Um, I was like, oh, he going to get it. <laughs> he going to bust the news out during his show. And I was mad, right? Um, so I'm glad I get to talk about this somewhere, right? Best place here with y'all. So, and feel free to correct me if any of this that I'm saying wrong. But to my knowledge, um, all that I do know is that, so Whoopi Goldberg, I'm not sure how long ago, but had been recent, uh, that she made um, some statements uh, regarding the Holocaust. And and what she said was, thank you, is that um, the Holocaust was between a group of uh, two white groups of people. Right. And I'm still trying to figure out where, where, where's the wrong? Thank you. I was, oh, you took it from me. I knew you would be the you not listen, you don't love my life. At this point, we get married. Me and Marty, we are together now because he hears me on a lot of things. Like I just love to hear him talk because legit, I'll be like, yo, that's exactly what I think and what I feel. And I just be excited. Like I don't even be having nothing to say. Yet. I think Whoopi was like, all right, I'll take the suspension, whatever. Right? I still haven't heard her say I was wrong. What she did was apologize. There we come on. See, thank you taking the words from her. Exactly. Because I love her tweet was so perfect and on point. I, if I quoted that, but I just, I, it's, uh, it's because I heard it over the radio and I was like, oh, okay, bet. And that was before I actually knew what she said. I just knew it was in reference to Holocaust. And of course we all been grown up to really, oh, that's so sensitive. Okay. I can respect it, but also respect Whatever is sensitive to me and my people. That's it. Yeah, I'm not um, I think that's something her, well, her apology was something like, I'm sorry if you took it wrong. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> something like that. Basically. Is I'm that sorry. gaslighting? Is that what they call gaslighting? Yeah, I'm sorry if this offended you or something. Right. Like. <laughs> I mean, that's if it. this hurts your feelings. That means <laughs> I still mean what I say, but I'm sorry if it offended and you. And that's it. And when I, I'm telling y'all, I originated that. I promise you. Because that was that used to be me. Because I'm like, at the least, if, if an apology is made, but sometimes that is what's necessary. Now, some people that mean it in a nasty way, but listen, I do stand by what I said. Like, I don't take back what I said. I feel for it. In and all I, um, the movies I've seen about that that time frame, mm-hmm. Chandler's List, all of those kind of type movies, the cast is all white. 
come on. And my thing, any anybody ever check the Jew box and the racial? Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen that. Thank you. Know. That's my point. <laughs> exactly. It's in like, Germany. It's in Caucasianville. Okay. <laughs> uh, because, because, wait a minute, because Caucasian, listen, Caucasian means what, German soldier or something like that? It translates to something like um, Pale skin European. Like, I'm confused, like, cut it out, cut it out. So, but here's the thing about this news that I just read, though, because I actually, that's what I get, because when I saw it, I just saw Whoopi Goldberg's suspension, but I'm glad I read it when I had to share the news. That the View co-hosts are reportedly furious I'm calling BS because it, well, when it, it, particular ones, um, oh, oh, right? Office. I was about to say it had to be because of the fact that they said that there's some that and, um, were so and Sonny Hostin. I mean, not, not all of them, then, mm. which which leaves Sarah in the dust. Mm. I'm sick about it. I haven't watched the view in a long time, but I, I know I was. I, I said the same thing. I said, "Dang!" I have this thing about the. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about the talk, the something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can. Because somebody tried to compare it to what um, Sharon Osbourne said on the talk. I didn't. Oh, I didn't care. I never thought what she said. Hey. Huh? Countrymen. Oh. Meaning what she said about Megan. I didn't. What she said racial. What what she had racial connotations about. There we go. Yes, I'm sorry. About Megan. It's coming. And her wanting to leave the royal family. There we go. Yeah, I had to think. That was happening to her. Mm-hmm. I had to think but about Pierce that. Morgan said it. And she was defending Pierce Morgan. Okay. Okay. And they, you know, fired her for that. Oh, I didn't know she was K. See, I, I, I never looked too far. Okay. She's trying to put that in. That's not the same thing. Right. One yeah. is a perception and one is what you perceive. Right. And what we perceive is that the Holocaust was, again, it was between the Germans and the Jews. Right, right. And not a problem. Those but two different groups of people. Black people is right. that a white situation. Exactly. When we're talking about race. Right. And that's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't want to, everybody, they, they answered and responded in their feelings and emotion and not in what her actual words say. Prime example of, uh, again, of how I always start the show about being misheard, unheard, unseen, you know, misunderstood, overlooked. Like, people will literally you will put out your words in the clearest form and version that they could possibly be in and still be misread, still be misinterpreted, still be misunderstood. And then whose responsibility is Slavery was a U.S. situation. Mm -hmm. Black people were still not treated as equal around the world. Right, right. Asia. Everywhere. Not <laughs> literally Australia. everywhere. Australia was different because Australia was already had its own connotations with being a prison country in oh, the first wow. place. Huh. I that's, where they, that's where you know England sent all their criminals. <laughs> I did not know. Okay, so that's why they get okay. That put some things together. That, that was the only country that was not involved in all of that because that's where the prisoners were. So if you were black over there, you were a prisoner too. So oh, dear. And you couldn't no, swim. It's okay. If you're a prisoner, you're y'all all come together. <laughs> Australia is surrounded by sharks like Alcatraz, so you wasn't going to swim away. Got it. Okay, that's clear. <laughs> that's clear. That's wild. But that see, and that's what I mean. Like to read into it. Like when I say, and this is me just hearing because I know for some, like for me, I was just saying earlier um, that I need to. If I really need to try to understand something, I need to read it. I need to see it. 
and interpreting and internalizing all that. But just hearing it, I remember hearing it on the radio, I think just yesterday or the other day, that I was like, you know what? I get it, whoop. I get it, baby. I'm going to read this. This is what Perez Hilton um, has on his website right now. Okay. The incident occurred as the show's hosts were debating the recent banning of Moss a well-known graphic novel about the Holocaust by a Tennessee school board last month. Um, At one point during the discussion, Goldberg incorrectly stated that the Holocaust was supposedly not about race, but rather an event that merely involved two white groups of people and reflected man's humanity to man. She has since issued an apology. I still don't see anything wrong with that. Wrong, not wrong. Because it's like you already said, it's perception. Y'all perceive Jewish people as a race of people that is a group, really by religion and belief, whatever. Exactly. It's perceived as a race. It's not a race. So she is absolutely clear on this. And if we all start to perceive this correctly, that race is not existent. That's how, not about that? how, how, about, how about that? There's still only one race. One, I was about to say, one human race, amen? Because one of us lived in the sun and the other one did not. Come on, that's it and that's all. And no matter if I want to call it or not, them folk that ain't got no melanin, they still, because that's of one mom. race that's being the case, it's still my brother. Discriminate against me about being pretty. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's a perk, <laughs> okay? This is black hands for my baby. <laughs> But listen, like seriously though, like y'all still are. I mean, it's hard to call y'all brothers sometimes, but you folk that ain't got no fellow in your skin now because we from one human race. You are my brother. You are my sister. Um, but it, you know what's funny now? Now to hear that really call it, it was more so. If you if you were saying that they were trying to wipe out Jewish people, then that's a religion, a religious war. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. The Holocaust. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 to go off the fact that, and I don't want to misquote this, but I know it's been some talk. I don't know if this has happened yet, but aren't there some districts, some yeah, some states, I think, or just I'll just say districts around the country that have since, or at least been seriously talking about banning um, uh, teaching about slavery. And so we're mm-hmm. talking about a book being banned on the Holocaust, time. and now it's a exactly it's a big hullabaloo. Cut it out, please. Cut it. Out. Was anybody suspended? Mm-hmm. That was that was in agreement with with suspend uh, with not teaching slavery. Anybody, and I don't care if it was on the talk show or not. Was anybody reprimanded? No. But here it is: a black woman. I'm going for it. A black woman suspended to made to be made as an example because, of course, Holocaust Jews so touchy, so sensitive, can't say it, can't speak our minds, can't speak the truth, despite the fact of whatever anyone's common and general perception is. Cut it out. Whoopee. Listen, he on the B mix, he on Big Sports Radio, baby. <laughs> Come here, Stank. <laughs> what you trying? What? What you want to do? I got my locks going. What's up? Come on, well, come on, Miss Goldberg. I'm sorry. Let me do an official, a, a, a more adequate, um, oh, Lord, I said adequate, more eloquent uh, proposal there. Miss Goldberg, if you would like. <laughs> I mean, she took a pay with, uh, you know, a lead, this is now a suspension without pay. So they're saying that she estimated going to lose $192,000. No, we don't have that, Whoopi. However, the thing is, <laughs> now... <laughs> What you can do is coming over here, you get that in views, okay? Because I know when we got you, baby, so you are welcome here on the B-Mix. I want to tell you that right now. This is my point to you. I promise. I want to talk about some things because I love you, respect you, and I always thought you were beautiful. Hey, listen, they just you know talking about it I, I want the question asked. What? What did she say wrong? Did somebody 
explain it to me. Uh, right. I want to hear directly from them because I, I I'm sure we're right about what we're guessing. Wrong because if they was like, if somebody says, well, black people was then fighting for them too. How many? My face. How many? Cut it out. And were they fighting with you, um, you know, because they wanted to? Uh, there we, thank you. That's the, right. That's the only follow-up question. I'm sorry, is this out of force or? Did you force them to become a soldier? Right. Because they right. I mean, come on. It wasn't all, for all soldiers in the army of the Lord. They were not doing it because they wanted to. I'll tell you that. Cut it out. I couldn't, I just, just don't understand if it was black people there, they weren't there because they wanted to be by there. Choice. More it was by choice. By force. Surely would have chose uh, England. Here. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want the Germany. No, thank you. Child, I'm sick about it. So listen. In today's world, I really want to go to Germany. I really no. Re, don't get me started. <laughs> don't. Back I, no, no. <laughs> no, right. For real. <laughs> Tear down that wall, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not agreeing with y'all. Don't put me on that. I didn't say I want to tear on the wall now. <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, all right. I think I'm okay. I'm never fine. Okay. Angela Merkel is one of my friends. I love her. Yeah, come on. <laughs> my stomach hurt. Oh, God. Dealing with you. Okay. Everybody okay? Everybody all right? It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. We're okay, y'all. We're okay. The things, of course, going to be a lot she better. That she should say one thing when she, she sit down. Uh, take it to, you know, at the close of the show. Um, taking time out to enjoy the view. And I mean it. I still mean it. And then <laughs> You know what? Yeah, we out of here because he's acting up. There we go. Don't get on my nerves tonight. <laughs> I appreciate you. I do. I'm so, so glad I got to Lucia speak about that out loud because that has been, ugh. Woo, we can even, y'all, I hope, I'm sure it's going to be some more follow-up on it. And as soon as it is, child, we're talking about it. I don't care. Even if it's enough show to fix it up on it, baby, we're going to talk about it here because I'm all into this thing. Um, but temperature check, again, I pray that we are all well, well enough to get some rest tonight and to wake up with a little more joy than we had today in the morning, okay? I love you. If nobody else has said it today, I love you, Black man. I love you, Black woman. I love you all brown, all kinds of colors, textures, especially my brown and Black, because it's our time. Happy Black History Month, okay? It's been another episode of The View Mix right here, only on BigSpoilsRadio.com. Remember always to be the mix that you are, especially if that includes some melanin. Until next time, peace. Thank you.